How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. I use this song as the intro for probably the first, like, I don't know, 70 episodes of Talking Nets. Obviously, this is whole Jay-Z, big part of the Brooklyn Nets branding. When they brought the Nets from New Jersey to Brooklyn, I hated that. Had me mad at whole for real. When I bring the Nets, I'm the Black Branch Ricky. Stop, Jay-Z. We, we're good with the Nets in the Meadowlands. We had a basketball team up the turnpike, but I understood, understood. Year 10 in Brooklyn is right now, and uh, they wanted to take the Nets out of New Jersey for greener pastures, right? They wanted the Nets to be a real NBA team that could attract real NBA talent and real fans. There were Nets fans in New Jersey, but they figured bringing the Nets back to New York and branding them not as a New York team, but Brooklyn, which hadn't happened since the Brooklyn Dodgers, they thought that that would be the right move, and... I can't say it was the wrong move. I, I, I like the Barclays Center better than the Izod Center, which used to be Brendan Byrne and Continental Airlines Arena. And uh, I like our jerseys. You know, the Knicks can't figure out how to put one cool jersey together outside of their classic white jerseys that they should wear at home. That's a whole other conversation, their city edition. The Nets roll out multiple fire jerseys every year. I was... Coming in here today in my Nets jacket, as Evan was walking out, he's like, I like that jacket. I'm like, I bet you do. I'm like, I brought, I bought every Nets, uh, like last year they had the City Edition where they did the match, the mashup with the New Jersey Nets logo into the Brooklyn. I, I bought, I bought everything. Hat, scarf, jacket, warm-up jacket, jersey, shorts, socks. I bought, I, even the Nike SB Dunks, I have every single thing that they made in tribute to the New Jersey Nets. It was a long time coming. I remember when they moved the team, I'm like, when are they going to pay homage? When are they going to have a night where they bring Vince Carter back? Uh, when are they going to do a Vince Carter bobblehead or a Jason Kidd bobblehead with the old New Jersey Nets logo and jerseys? And they finally did it last year a little bit. It was a mashup of things, but it was a, uh, a tribute to the New Jersey days. And now in year 10, 
It's just the never know net. More dysfunction and drama. And uh, here's our last call of the night on Kyrie and the Nets. Max is in Nyack, New York. You got it, bro. Hey, appreciate you taking the call. Of course. Listen, I, quickly on Kyrie, the, just the, the one of the best basketball players I've ever seen in my life. Same. Uh, on the court, I, I, I've sat courtside and watched him. The guy is amazing. Yep. Totally amazing. Checks all the and boxes. And he's not going to steal my part. joy. Because the Giants, I'm a rare Giants and Jets fan because my house is split up. And if the Giants played the Jets, I'd root for the Giants, but I love both teams. Mm-hmm. And Thanksgiving Day is Cowboys-Giants. The Giants are 7-2. and two. The Jets are 6-3. and three. And my question to you is, did you think that would be happening in August? No, no, of course not. Uh, I, I, came <laughs> in, I came in last year around this time. My first show was uh, November 23rd, and both teams were done. They were out of it. It was like week 14 or 15, and we were already talking right. about the draft. Oh, they got two top they, 10 picks. Who are they, they going to take? Are they going to trade? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so no, I, I don't think anybody predicted that. Thanks for the call, Max. That's the last Kyrie Nets talk <laughs> call of the night. Uh, I'm good on it. I'm good on it because then we're going to end up talking about um, Django and Amistad and, and judging people's racism off of how they react to fictional movies or depictions based on uh, events that, you know. All right. Let's uh, reset the table here. And let's lock in on the Giants. And not so much about the Giants, but let's talk about the Lions. The Lions are a team quarterbacked by Jared Goff, who was a number one overall pick, who was a Super Bowl quarterback, did take the Rams to the Super Bowl a couple years back, one of the worst Super Bowls we saw. I think that Super Bowl ended up 13-9, to a Belichick classic. We'll, we'll get to Belichick in a, in a few minutes as well. But the Detroit Lions are a team that has hit on their draft picks recently as well. And uh, they're led by Jared Goff. To to me, Jared Goff is... Who would you rather have? And I'm putting this question out there. I'm, I'm resetting the table for some calls to come in. Would you rather have Daniel Jones or Jared Goff? I think I'd rather have Daniel Jones in year four. I think Daniel Jones still has some growing to do. I think we haven't seen the best of Daniel Jones. I think we know who Jared Goff is. I root for the Dallas Cowboys, unfortunately, unfortunately. and uh, there was a video that came out of the Dallas Cowboys mic'd up the week that they played against the Lions. And Trayvon Diggs is talking to, I think, Anthony Brown, two cornerbacks for the Cowboys, and they're talking about picking off Jared Goff. They're talking about waiting on him to throw the ball to them, sitting on um, you know, some routes and his throws, and they said something that really stuck with me, and it stuck with Cowboys fans. And I think a lot of people on Twitter ended up retweeting it. They're like, he can only throw the ball but so far. Talking about his arm strength, right? Like, Jared Goff is this big guy. He looks like he's got a strong arm, but he is not chucking the ball 70. Uh, he's not ch- chucking the ball 70 yards down the field. What he's doing is dinking and dunking, and he's getting the ball to Amon Ra St. Brown and Khalif Raymond. They just traded TJ Hawkinson. They have some other tight ends, but really they're a run team. They're a run first team, in my opinion. I mean, they try to throw the ball more than they run it, but there are some games, if you go and look, where Jared Jared Goff completes under 20 passes, um, you know, <laughs> doesn't attempt more than 20, 25 passes, and they have to run the rock, whether it's Jamal Williams or, 
Even Craig Reynolds filled in for a little while. But now DeAndre Swift is back, and he's one of their picks that they hit on. They've hit on him. They hit on Aiden Hutchinson, who Giants fans are going to get a full um, a full load of, you know, pause, a, a full look at uh, Aiden Hutchinson this week. He's legit. He's if you didn't if you haven't seen him from Hard Knocks if you didn't see him last year where he was in the Heisman running at Michigan like that kid is a can't miss guy like he he had a play Brian Baldinger if you follow Baldy NFL on Twitter he had a play last week against the Bears a goal line play where he was lined up to the left of the formation and he came across the formation and tackled David Montgomery, who's a strong running back for the Bears. He tackled him and turned with him and tossed him like he weighed 100 pounds. It was impressive. So they've hit on DeAndre Swift, Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell is a monster. Baldy was also talking about him, too. On their offensive line, he is a house. And you got him to deal with. You've got... Uh, Amon Ra St. Brown to deal with. Amon Ra St. Brown's whole thing is he knows every wide receiver that was picked before him. He's a little short, but he's fast and he's strong. And if you watch Hard Knocks, you saw that his dad was, I think, uh, you know, Mr. Olympia or something like that. And he's also got his brother who plays for the Chicago Bears. Like, they're NFL receivers. He's got a chip on his shoulder because all these other receivers were taken before him. He's a really good receiver. Coming out of USC last year, he did some damage. He was hurt this year, but he's back at it. And he's a guy that is going to just keep showing up, play after play, running his routes hard, getting open, catching the ball. He's going to keep coming after that Giants defense. Let's talk about the matchups, right? Another pick that they hit on was Jeff Okuda. They weren't sure about him, but this year Jeff Okuda is really starting to look the part. Jeff Okuda is number one. He's a corner for them. Whoever he matches up with on the the Giants, I just think he's going to have a, a leg up. Um, I don't think the Giants have a receiver that's going to be able to cook him, that's faster than him, that's stronger than him, going to be open. Like There are some interesting matchups in this game. You cannot sleep on the Detroit Lions. When I'm looking at what they've done this season, right? I talked about the Dallas game. They just had nothing in that game. They had Six points, two field goals, and the Cowboys were able to win that game. I think that might have been Dak's first game back. But other than that, the the Lions are a formidable opponent that I just think right now they're getting it together. They're figuring it out. They've won back-to-back games. They're coming into MetLife Stadium feeling themselves uh, after beating two division rivals. They beat the Lions, or they beat the Bears 31-30. They beat the Packers, which they never do, and Aaron Rodgers 15-9. But when I talk about these close games that they lost, they lost to the Dolphins, who everyone's saying is a legit team, and Tua's an MVP. They lost to the the Dolphins 31-27. Their defense just couldn't hold. Dolphins came back and beat them. Um, They they lost to the Seahawks by a field goal, 48-45. They lost to the Vikings, who are, you know, everyone's now talking about they're legit. They're 8-1. They lost to the Vikings 28-24, close games. They lost to the Eagles, who just lost their first game 8-1. They lost to the Eagles by a field goal, 38-35. So there's something in there, right? There's something in that team. They they have it. They just aren't to the point where they finish games. And I've heard on Hard Knocks, Dan Campbell talk about the second half and the fourth quarter, the witching hour, which I refer to a lot because I'm a Red Zone fan. That's where games are won and lost. And the Lions the last two years have lost games in that time. 
the Giants this year, that's where they've won games, close games. It's gone their way in the fourth quarter, in the witching hour. They've been able to kick the field goals or find the end zone or make the interception or make the stop. But the way the NFL is set up, it's any given Sunday. So you can't always bank on, oh, we're going to come through in the clutch moments down the stretch in the fourth quarter. We're going to make it happen uh, when we have to make it happen You know, late in the game. I think this is a game that the Giants have to control from start to finish. I think this is a game that the Giants can't afford to trail for long in this game. They have to control the clock, run the football, which that's what they're they're going to do anyway. But run the football, keep their offense off the field, and get points. You can't be settling for field goals. you got to put drives together and punch it in. And I think this is a week where we see Daniel Jones take a step. Uh, I think after you know he made that play, getting the ball to Slayton um, under duress, on a third down, just doing enough to get the ball to his playmaker. That turns into a 54-yard touchdown. You, you can't expect that, but you got to expect him to throw the ball downfield, take some chances. He was mic'd up, and you saw Dayball say to him, hey, if there's a throw you like, let it rip. It's it's week 11. At this point, if you don't trust a guy, what's going on? you you got enough reps. You've got enough film. You've played against enough opponents, and you've got enough wins that now late in the season, there is no more playing conservative. They're going to have to take some chances. They're going to have to this defense is a defense that they're they they should be able to to take some chances and cash in against. They're going to have to throw the ball downfield. They I don't even have to say they're going to have to get creative. They've been creative with their play calling based on the lack of weapons in their roster, but they are going to have to get creative and this is a game. I heard Evan say this, but I said this before Evan. Shout out to Evan though. This is a game where I think they're going to have to score 30 points the Giants. And I know they haven't been able to do that, but against this team that has a shaky defense but has an offense that has been able to put up 30 points multiple times this year, this is a game for the Giants. They have to outscore them. The Giants have to be able to score 30 points. They haven't done it all season. And I said on um, the Thursday Night Live show yesterday with C-Mac, they got to get in the end zone three times. They got to get in the end zone three to- three times. 21 points can come from 21 points can come from, excuse me, 21 points can come from the touchdown, but another nine points from three field goals, whatever. They they got to get in the end zone. And what I'm hoping for, Giants fans, is that the defense helps them out. You need a scoop and score. You need a pick six. The defense has to score. What's the Giants defense for, you know, any time touchdown this week? They're probably somewhere like plus 700, plus 800. I, I might put $100 on that. The Giants defense has to create a turnover and take it to the house. They can strip Jared Goff. They can definitely strip DeAndre Swift or Khalif Raymond or Amon Ross St. Brown, one of these little receivers. Scoop and score or a pick six. Help out the offense because the offense might not be able to find the end zone three times. If the offense finds the end zone two times and the defense finds the end zone once, and I don't know about Graham Gano, but I think he's going to go. I know Graham Gano, they were saying he... Uh, you know, he had an injury, and uh, I think he's going to go. Yeah, I'm looking it up. He's going he's gonna to play. Graham Gano is going to be good for three field goals on Sunday. The Giants, in my opinion, have to win this game by scoring 30 points. Now, let's go to the phones. I think I've said enough and put enough out there. We've got uh, plenty of Giants calls now, but we got a break. Of course, of course. 
So you know what we're going to do. We're going to play these commercials. And then when we come back, I'm hitting the phones. You guys got it. We're talking Giants on the fan right now. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After this. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Oh, this is my jam right here. Return to the Mac. Oh! <laughs> Ooh, yeah! One thing I can't do is sing. Never never really could hit the tunes. Get drunk and sing karaoke, but never, never actually could carry a note. Never learned. Could rap a little bit. It's Freestyle Friday, so I definitely got to kick some raps at some point. Whatever comes to the top of my head. Uh, now on the top of my head, I went and checked on Graham Gano. We're talking Giants now on the fan. Keep McPherson, your nighttime host. A five-hour KM to AM. You, you get it. Graham Gano was sick this week. That's why he missed some practice time. But he's going to play. He's going to be full go. And as I was saying, I went back to my notes. As I was saying that the Giants have to score 30, the Lions are giving up a league-high 29.3. If there's a team that you can score 30 points on, here they are. And they're coming to your stadium. They're coming to your home where you just won last week against the Texans. And you're coming off the bye now two weeks. And the expectations have changed. The New York football giants are going to the playoffs. And it's going to get shaky in these next few games after this. So this is a game they have to win. In my opinion, facing Dallas then facing Washington, then facing the Eagles, then facing Washington. That is a gauntlet of the NFC East. It gets colder. You guys have seen it before. Like, it could go any way. 
I think they'll beat the Commanders once. But you don't know. The, the Commanders are feeling themselves right. They just beat the Eagles. The Commanders are getting Chase Young back. You, you don't know how that's going to go. Control what you can control. And I feel like the Giants are doing that. They are focused on right now. Playoffs, they're not focused on the playoffs. They're focused on going 1-0 and every week. And that's a good mentality to have. I don't think they're going to fall into the trap. I don't think it's necessarily a trap game, but I don't think it's not a trap game. When you look at a trap game, it's when a good team faces a bad team and has another good team the week after, so they overlook the team in front of them. I don't expect the Giants to overlook the Lions. I know Dable has respect for Dan Campbell, knows Dan Campbell, and has already said, hey, this team plays like their head coach. It's going to be smash-mouth football. It's going to be a, a tough game. It's, there's going to be a lot of hitting, a lot of running the football, but ultimately there's going to be a lot of points scored. And the Giants got to put up 30. I think Graham Gano is going to get at least three field goals in there. He might he might kick for four or five if they can't get in the end zone. But the way that I shook it up or the way I broke it down, like I just said to you, I think the Giants got to score twice uh, with the offense, has to you know put together drives, get in the end zone twice, maybe a defensive score, and then Graham, Graham Gano kicked three or four field goals. And there's your 30 points right there. It can happen. Or it could be completely opposite of that. You know how football goes. You think you know one week, and then you don't know anything. And you see a game where you're like, wait, what? What was that? Let me see what the over-under is. If I'm expecting the Giants to score 30 points, the over-under is at 45. So if we're expecting the Giants to score 30, they got to hold Detroit to 13. 14, 17, and I think that's possible. Keith McPherson on the fan. The number to dial to join in on the Giants conversation is 877-337-6666. I've got plenty more to add, but I want to hear from you. Let's go to the calls right now. Out in California is Mark on the fan in New York City. Hello, Mark. What's up, Keith? Um, I've been listening to you for the last uh, like hour and a half. Now, you had a caller earlier that came on that said, uh, you know, game managers don't win in the playoffs. Well, let me just tell that caller one thing. Hopefully he's listening. You know, Manning had 37 game-winning drives. Count them, 37. And mind you, he won us two Super Bowls. And I love that game manager. So I don't think that caller really knows what Yeah, I, I heard that, and, now, and, I, and I thought that too. I'm like, I could list off the guys that have gotten to the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl. And we've already done that I mean, in, in the recent weeks because everybody wants to call Daniel right. Jones a game manager you you got to be able to at least manage the game. Right. And, I mean, Eli Manning holds the record for the cons- most game-winning drives in one season. That was 2011. He had eight of those. Right now, Jones has five, and he holds the record for five through the first seven weeks of the season. No one's ever done that before. So this Clutch. guy definitely – He's a winner. He's more than a game manager. He's a winner for sure. I mean, and now you're finally seeing it in this year three with him that under the right coaching and tutelage, he's kind of – you know, taken off just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if the Giants were to sign, okay, Odell Beckham, they would be an NFC favorite to go to the Super Bowl. Um, just because, and here's a crazy statistic, if you don't know, Keith. One of the most unbelievable statistics for the Giants. The G-Men have only completed two passes that have traveled 20 or more yards in the air this season. Nine games, two passes. That's it. Okay, so you give the Giants a weapon that will take all the pressure off of Saquon 
especially in the backfield. Take all the pressure off Slayton, right, especially when they get Bellinger back. That's going to open up the field even more. Their defense is actually pretty good. Outside of that Seattle game where Wink Martindale didn't blitz at all in that last drive, which I don't know why, he went five for five. I think this, this Detroit defense, which we've all heard is the worst defense in football, right, um, has to stop Saquon, and that's what Seattle did. They shut Saquon down. They forced Jones to throw it 31 times, and it wasn't very good. So if you can do that, and that's pretty much what the Eagles are going to do, a lot of these teams are trying that. You can't, can't stop Saquon because he's Saquon, right? Yep. Um, and last week they went against Houston, which had a terrible run defense, and he had 155 yards. So I expect this to be a ground-and-pound game. Um, if the Giants' defense can shut them down for the first couple of drives like they did to David Mills, Goff's a good quarterback, but he's also been sacked 15 times in the last four games. So I'm, I'm hoping, and Lawrence doesn't even play this week, which I'm hoping he does. You know, he has a little bit of an injury, everyone's banged up. But uh, just got to hope that everyone stays healthy. Whether win or loss, you stay healthy because you got Dallas right after that. So it's like you don't want to have any injuries. And yep, have quick a short, turnaround, uh, week short week. Now. Thanks for the call, Mark. Appreciate it, man. A couple, a couple good things that Mark mentioned in there, right? Um, but things I want to add, right? They're not playing against the 12th man in Seattle. They're going to be at home with their fans. Giants fans are going to show up again. They've been there all season. They're going to be loud. They're going to be rowdy. Uh, I love how the Giants have set up their schedule where they have these like back-to-back home games. If you didn't go last week, you're going this week. And... Uh, that will be there to help Daniel Jones and the Giants offense. I'm also in here watching the uh, the Knicks right now. Klay Thompson just got in the game. <laughs> it's 27-10, to 10, Warriors. The Warriors are struggling this year, but I already told you, they played great at the Chase Center. They built them a, a basketball palace uh, after they you know got out of the crummy Oracle in Oakland. I, I don't know if the, the Knicks are going to be able to pull off a win in this one, it, the, the first quarter's got three minutes left, but just looking at the energy that the Warriors are playing with, it, it might be a long night for the Knicks. The Warriors need a get-right game, and it's looking like the, the Knicks are the get-right game early on. Uh, Steph just missed a free throw. What's up with Steph missing free throws? A KD missing free throws? These guys are supposed to be like 95% from the line, 90%. From, I don't know. But back to the, the, the Giants. and you know Davis Mills... From the Texans, man, he, you know, he was getting numbers late in that game and moving the ball. I don't, I didn't know what that was, uh, but Jared Goff, I don't look at him as a threat. I think they can rattle him. I think they can rush the passer, get to him. I don't think he's going to come into um, MetLife and, and put up huge numbers. But where his numbers grow is not tackling. They got to tackle these guys. They got to tackle DeAndre Swift. They got to tackle Amon Ra St. Brown. They got to get these guys on the ground because if. You know, yards after catch come after they they make you miss. That's how uh, the the numbers go up. But I don't think I don't think golf is is airing it out, man. Um, what's the weather supposed to be like? I don't even know where my phone is to check the weather. It, it'll probably be cold. It'll probably be windy. But it's uh it's the Meadowlands, right? It's it's Jersey. It's it's not. You know, they play in Detroit, but they play inside. And uh, I just think it's going to be in the Giants' favor. I don't think the Giants are going to lose this game. I think they're a better coach team. Uh, even though it's their first year with this coaching staff, even though you know they're new with these guys, like I just I think they they know where they are right now. They know that they can't uh, they can't lose this game. They can't lose this game. They have hopes and aspirations of making it 
to the playoffs, and I think they will make it to the playoffs in this first year. Can't have a letdown now because, like I've said a bunch of times, uh, expectations have changed for the New York football Giants. Manny is in Brooklyn coming up next on The Fan. You got it, Manny. Keith, how's it going, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Watching the Knicks now, uh, checking the weather for Sunday. What you got for us? Yeah, so this Giants game, it's going to be an interesting one coming up. Um, this Lions team, you know, you were right. They were very close on a lot of games, and uh, um, it's going to be very interesting. The Giants really do need to get a win out of this. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think the fact that the Lions have played close and they've won back-to-back weeks. They're they're coming in riding high. If you get a team like the Lions when they started off, like I said, one and six, you know they're not feeling themselves so much. They're not feeling like they can win. But I think that Dan Campbell has them believing, and I hear him. I hear how he talks to his team. He, he tells them it's hard to get a win in the NFL. They're riding high off the fact that they beat their division rivals. They haven't beat the Bears and the Packers consistently. The Bears are trash. The Packers are trash. They got back-to-back right. wins off of those guys. And now they're coming to MetLife thinking, hey, we got to keep this thing rolling. We could be four and six. And I think they're going to come in and try and compete. The weather is going to be 46 degrees and, uh, you know, 15-mile-an-hour winds, partly cloudy, whatever. It's going to look – it's probably going to be gray and cold and look like a regular MetLife Stadium day. It's on the Giants, right? The Giants need to go out there, assert themselves, establish the run, and then mix it up in the pass game, take some shots. Let Daniel Jones go for it. I don't know if they're going to – Target Galladay, whatever. Go to Isaiah Hodgins. Slayton has shown you that he's got big playability. Get him in open space. Uh, Go to the tight end. You know, just get the ball into the hands of the playmakers. If it's Richie James, fine. But I think Wandale Robinson is actually going to be able to go. I know he missed some time in practice this week, but I think they're saying they're leaning towards him playing, which is good. I think you'd rather have the ball in Wandale Robinson's hands than Richie James's hands. I'm I'm looking at Daniel Jones. If there's a week for Daniel Jones to have 300 yards passing and, uh, you know, two or three touchdowns passing, it, it, w- it would be great for that to be this week. Yeah, um, against the Lions, is definite, that'll definitely be the, the team. Um, one more thing I wanted uh, to get your opinion on. Uh, what do you think about these picks that are from Dave Gettleman, how they're shining now? I mean, how does it look um, for him we were actually talking about that. Chris Chris McMonagle did a good job talking about Dave Gettleman, and we, we spent some time yesterday talking about it. Thank you for the call, Manny. And what we said was we, we talked a little bit about how Giants fans didn't even want Dave Gettleman to have his family on the field at the end of the season. They didn't even want the guy to get a proper send-off. And I understand. You're upset, and this guy was the architect of why you're upset. And uh, you looked at him as he, he, you know, he made so many mistakes. Get this guy out of here. We want him fired. That's what C-Mac was saying. We want him fired. They should just fire him. It isn't a mutual, you know, any, like, they should come out and say he was fired. And they didn't do that. The Maris didn't do that. And I think over time, especially right now, right, it's been a year, uh, just about, you know, you knew this time last year that Gettleman was gone. But I think over time, you're going to look at some of these Gettleman picks and say, hey, actually, he didn't do that bad of a job. Maybe he did a bad job uh, and the organization did a bad job with the leadership and the coaching. But, like, Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley is a generational running back. He's a different kind of guy. If he stays healthy and he didn't in his early on, and I know people were ready to say he was a BUST. Chris McMonagle yesterday said, still number two overall. You don't draft a running back number two overall. Well, they did. 
And Saquon is the type of guy that I think has has already voiced that he wants to stay here, and I think he will work with the team to stay here. He will work with the Giants on a fair contract, but a contract that will not stop them from bringing in other talented free agents and players. He wants to be a Giant for life. He wants his legacy to be with the New York Giants. You drafted him number two overall. You want him to work out, and he has. He has. He's a leading rusher in the NFL. He has. Like he, he, he is a home run hitter. Get him in space. Daniel Jones, you use the number six overall pick on Daniel Jones. You don't want him to be a BUST. You don't want that with your number one or your number six overall first-round pick quarterback. You want him to keep growing and blossoming. And look, perfect. He's got Brian Dable now. Don't you want to see him grow under Dable? If he's able to win seven out of nine games in his first year with this coach, and this coach chewed him out in game one and held him accountable, and you see that he's able to take the coaching, and you see that he has a relationship with Dayball, don't you want to see more of that? I think you do. Andrew Thomas is the greatest pick of the David Gettleman era. That guy is going to be a solid left tackle in the NFL for as long as, as he's healthy. He's ridiculous. Andrew Thomas, I was reading some of the numbers, and we got to go to break. I was reading some of the numbers to C-Mac, and uh, I was saying Talking Giants put out like a a thing like get him the awards now and, and uh, you know some shirts. Andrew Thomas, through nine games, has zero sacks allowed. One QB hit, and that was week two. He hasn't allowed the quarterback to be hit by his guy in nine weeks? That's ridiculous. Nine pressures allowed. Nine pressures. Only three in the last game. So that's a guy on that side of the line that you don't have to worry about. And Dave Gettleman drafted him. There's other guys, too. And uh, we don't have all the time to go through it. But I think over time, David Gettleman will be excused a little bit. And uh, he'll be remembered more for some of these picks that he did hit on. And not the Kadarius Tonys of the world. And some of the mistakes with the coachings and uh, coaching hirings and other things. 877-337-6666. Got my eyes on the Knicks game. We're still talking Giants. Keith McPherson on the fan. Coming back after this quick timeout. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Some no. DMX. Rest in peace, Earl Simmons. Keith McPherson on the fan. Checking back in, man. It's a five-hour KM to AM, but the time is flying. Got a little bit more than an hour left, and I wanted to go back to something that Max was talking about with Odell Beckham and then also something we were talking about with Saquon Barkley. Uh, Saquon Barkley, you have to resign, in my humble opinion. And uh, the New York Post has an article out there, a good article that Uh, All Giants fans should read by uh, Ryan Dunleavy. Shout out to Ryan Dunleavy, wherever he is. Ryan Dunleavy actually came to the MLB Fan Cave and wrote the article on me in 2014. And uh, fast forward to now, he's covering the Giants for the New York Post. So he writes about Saquon Barkley, and he says, Saquon is the exception to the rule for not giving running backs a second contract. And there's so many reasons, right? When I look at Saquon, I look at him as a good guy. He's a good person. You don't have to worry about him off the field. He's a family-oriented man. 
Uh, he, he has a young daughter, a wife. Uh, you already hear uh, you know, a lot about his dad and his mom coming in. And he came in young. He's 25. So, you know, the the old thing they used to say about running backs is still true, right? Running backs over 30, right? You don't want to sign a running back over 30. So don't. Sign him to a contract that by the time he's 30, he's out of the contract. Sign him to a contract for four years, max five years. And you don't necessarily have to give him the Christian McCaffrey money. Uh, I think, what did McCaffrey sign for? Like 64 mil? That's why I say I think Saquon will work with the team. He understands that you're coming out of the Dave Gettleman era. He understands that Kenny Galladay is on this team uh, making $70 million or whatever he's making. So um, I don't think Galladay's, Galladay's making that much. I don't know how much he's making, actually. But Saquon is worth the money because he is he's he's the leader of the team. What are the Giants right now without Saquon Barkley, right? You talk about how they don't have any receivers. What what are are they going to just pivot next year and and have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle? Obviously not. But like, what are the Giants right now without like he is the star of their offense? He is their home run hitter. Oh, I was right. Kenny Kenny Holiday's got a four year seventy two million dollar contract, so he is making seventy mil. What a joke! Like he's robbing the Giants, bro. That's why they. I know. I know this regime doesn't owe him anything. They didn't make the deal. They didn't sign him. But I just think this weekend they're going to try against his old team. If that doesn't fire him up to go out there, catch the ball, and make plays, I think they're going to target him at least once. If he drops the first one, they probably won't do it again. But I think they're going to give him a shot. Back to Saquon. Saquon has expressed he wants to be here. He's going to work with the Giants. And uh, he's still got that burst. He's not like Ezekiel Elliott who, like, after Ezekiel Elliott signed for six years 90 million like there's no way in hell you give him that contract jerry jones bugging out they're not going to do that for saquon they're not going to give him 90 mil they also aren't going to give him six years but they'll figure out how to give him a, a respectable deal that he doesn't feel disrespected and that locks him in to be a giant probably till 30 and then you know they'll revisit the next contract right he how long is he going to play as a running back he's already dealt with acl ankles like he's not gonna play until he's you know tom brady at 45 he's not gonna play until he's 35 he's not gonna be able to take that many hits right saquon is worth the money and so is odell beckham and i think odell beckham jr obj coming back to the giants is the story now i'm a dallas cowboys fan i told you that unfortunately uh, i signed up for the cowboys misery when they were good when i was a little boy they were winning super bowls no one told me uh to be a Giants fan, my brother tried, but I, you know, sibling rivalry. I wasn't going the way my my brother was already rocking. I went against, and uh, here I am with these frauds, America's team to laugh at. But it, I think it's a, a good perspective for me on WFAN talking about the Giants. Right, I'm a Cowboys fan that has always paid attention to the Giants, and I have a little different lens than being a fan. And I look at Odell Beckham Jr. If he's choosing between the Cowboys and the the Giants, it's a no brainer to go back home to the Giants. C.D. Lamb went off last week. Jerry Jones is trying to make C.D. Lamb the number one. That's why he moved away from Amari Cooper, got nothing for him in a trade, and and elevated C.D. Lamb, who C.D. Lamb, Giants fans remember him dropping that wide-open pass, but then he came back with a ridiculous one-handed catch. Um, C.D. Lamb is the guy in Dallas. And then behind him is Michael Gallup and Noah Brown. And Yes, they could make room for an Odell Beckham, but he's going to want the ball. You come back to the Giants, none of those receivers are Odell Beckham. None of those receivers are OBJ. 
And we don't know what OBJ is right now, right? We're assuming he's going to be some version of his older or some version of himself, but he's older now. He's coming off a, a knee injury, at ACL again, and he's had injuries in the past. I just think it's a no-brainer. And he kind of got Giants fans going on Twitter this week, or not even this week, today. Ten hours ago, the Giants and Jets MetLife Stadium will replace its current turf with artificial grass in 2023. BR Gridiron put that out on Twitter. That was per Jordan Renan. And uh, Odo Beckham Jr. replied to that with four hard-eye emojis. So Giants fans are like, yo, he's coming back. This is... This is it. This is it. I think he does want to come back. I think he knows this would be a good place for his family. Uh, his wife being a model, like fitness model. And uh, I think I told you guys, uh, she used to work at MTV when I worked at MTV. She was one of the Wild and Out girls uh, for Nick Cannon's show, Wild and Out. I used to be the social media guy for Wild and Out. I built all the social media channels. They're ridiculous now. They have like millions of followers. But I was the guy making the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook. YouTube now wilding out is is much bigger. I have no idea what they're doing now, but bringing her back back east, I'm sure she's gonna have some business opportunities. Raising his son here in New York, New Jersey, um, I think Odell Beckham Jr. comes back to the Giants. I'd like to see it, and I'm a Cowboys fan who definitely thought about, hey, Od- Odell Beckham Jr. joining the Cowboys this year it gives him another threat. But the Cowboys are frauds, man. So I don't want to see him go there and then upset the Giants fans because he's putting on the star. Nah, it's a better story to come full circle, come back home. I, I hear Tiki Barber say this. He says, uh, the team that drafted you, no one, no one's going to love you like the team that loved you or the fan base that first loved you. No one's going to love you like your mama loves you. That's what Tiki said, right? The team that drafted you, the fans that saw you make the one-handed catch, saw you take slants to the house, saw you have all these different touchdown celebrations and, uh, you know, marrying, uh, proposing to the the kicking net and all these antics and the blonde hair and then the the off-the-field stuff. We'll we'll leave that out of the show, but you guys know that's all in the past. This is uh, low-cut Odell with his natural hair color. He's a father now. He's 30 years old now. Him coming back to New York would be a full-circle moment and story. I think the NFL would love it, and I know Giants fans would love it. And let's just talk the football of it. They need someone. They need a playmaker. And Odell Beckham Jr. poses a threat, even if he's not the old the old Odell Beckham Jr. that you saw running around MetLife when he first came in. What you saw him do for the Rams last year, he was immediate impact. He scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I bet that he can still do that, and I bet he's healthy right now, but he's working out and he's tuning up so that when he comes in, he can make that instant impact. He can be effective. He can line up one-on-one and beat corners. He can line up and go deep, run the slant, get the ball in his hand, make a guy miss, and go to the house. So I'm all for OBJ's reunion with the Giants. We'll be covering it here on WFAN if it happens. We've been covering it for, you know, the last couple months. I think it would be a great idea. I think they can figure out a way. He, he 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 said he wants to be in the next place for three to four years, right? So... Figure out a way to structure that contract. And I know it's tough because you want to give the the guy a one-year deal to see what he has. But I don't know. Maybe there's somewhere in, in the Mara's family or in the Giants where they say, hey, this is a guy we drafted and uh, we want to give him a three-year deal and uh, structure it where, you know, we're not losing too much money at first or, you know, I don't know. They'll figure it out. Joe Shane, it's on you. 
Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up, 877-337-6666. We're going to keep talking Giants, but we're going into my last hour of the show. We're going to shift and talk a little bit more Jets to uh, wrap up this football Friday tonight. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the fan. I'll be right back. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.